Greetings, hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Um, episode 160 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Uh, week- 160, in it. A weekly podcast where we figure out what we think and I'm not going to try and do that thing where we say who we are because I was finding it quite uh, <laughs> not great. My name's Michael Forrest. <laughs> and I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we are going to celebrate one year of... Lockdown. Lockdown, not being able to do anything. It's also, do you know what day it is today? It's my wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. And it's also my husband's birthday. What? So for his birthday, ten years ago, I gave him a wife. <laughs> what a generous <laughs> gift. I, was like, I gave him the promise to try really, really, really hard to make our relationship last forever. Um, a, uh, in public, misog- in front of friends. There's a misogynistic <laughs> joke in that, and I'm glad that my brain isn't going anywhere like that. <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh, your wife, your boring shame. <laughs> Something like that. Take my wife. No, go on, take her. Take uh, her <laughs> off your hands. As soon as the uh, as soon as we started recording, the sun went in, and now the lighting is all wrong. It's a disaster. I should really oh. maintain better control over this lighting by using internal lighting. Um, uh, well, so lockdown, probably. Do you remember toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when everyone been thought all sorts of episodes. <laughs> remember when that everyone thought that was the way to respond <laughs> to it? A pandemic. <laughs> toilet buy toilet paper. All that. We'll talk about that probably. And, and I don't yeast. know. Yeast. I don't know. Yeast. Yeah, there was a na- there was an international yeast shortage. <laughs> there was certainly. There was. <laughs> I knew there was a flour shortage in all the supermarkets. I didn't know there was a yeast shortage. Yeah, yeah. Even if you could get hold of flour, if you were a bake a bread baker, you were still. Fu- you can do it oh, if sorry. you didn't have your sourdough. <laughs> I think I sort of talked over the swear enough. It's okay that like we're we're permanently flagged as an explicit podcast on Apple Podcasts now, whether or not I uh, set it to not being explicit. Just because we did one episode where we kept saying the c word. Ah. <laughs> you ask me, is a scandal. Let's uh, let's start into this episode, shall we? <laughs> let's get on with it. <laughs> let's do it. <sighs> How's it going, Ivanka? How's life? It's going. Oh, episode 160 is still all over the screen. Even though my button didn't work. <laughs> oh, I press F3. That's what I press. How's it going? Well, glad we sorted that out. Yeah, well, you it should is be. Going. I am, I am. Uh, I'm not even being rude. No, how is it going? It is going. It's my anniversary today. I may have already mentioned it. Happy anniversary. My wedding anniversary. How Ten many? years we've been Ten? married. Ten That's a proper years. one. What yeah. is the reward? What is the prize for that? I don't know. <laughs> Eternal prize. happiness and joy. Oh, what? what about material? Uh, um, no. Uh, I, do you know what the reward was for my husband? Because it's also his birthday. I unloaded the dishwasher by myself this morning. So. That is an underrated gift. It's I wonderful. So. I'll tell you what, yeah. though. More than that now in my house, it's if I don't have to make the bed with the goddamn weighted blanket. <laughs> and the thing in front of it so you can't do it from the end you have to keep walking around I have to walk around like four to six times to get that freaking bed made and it's really heavy this weighted blanket so you're sort of like <laughs> so those mornings those occasional mornings when I come in and it's made I'm like <sighs> but it it's is similar funny, to the dishwasher 
Yeah, dishwasher. I don't. Normally, we, we do have a bit of a system where we do it together or we involve the child. There's bits she can. We make her earn her keep as well. Uh, so, yes, anniversary. It's his birthday on the same day. So it's kind of a, uh, you know, a big, big day for us. And I had a run in with the with a, a, a dental nurse, a uh, Croatian dental nurse this week. Um, well, this morning, in fact, she was just being rude and officious and power hungry. Uh, so I didn't deal with it very well. I just ran away and called my mum and cried. Oh, it's been horrible to me. And then um, what else has happened today, this week? I've installed a new browser. I may have mentioned it to you, Michael, mm. <laughs> called Brave. I mean, I've had spoilers for all these, so. <laughs> yeah, but the Brave thing I didn't realise was that um, I, I installed it on the back of a reading something that said it was more efficient and used less battery and less energy. Right. But then I'm also getting a bit into the privacy thing. Uh, so I uh, installed that. You know, it's been a week, hasn't it? Work's work, life's life. It's freaking, it's just a blur of identical experiences, one after the other. <laughs> it is. We had a, I'm sure, oh, yes, the other day over dinner, I yeah. told my child, who is six, I said, look, just if I, I said, I said, you just need to evaluate this dinner objectively <laughs> because she was pushing it. I don't like this. No, well, have you tried it? No. Well, look, unless you've evaluated it objectively, thought, you don't have to eat it. You do have to try it. And when Nick goes, evaluated objectively. <laughs> look, you've got to teach them the long words when their brain yeah, is absorbent. Yeah. Nothing wrong exactly. with that. She knows what things like. The other day he said something about opportunity and he, then he said, what does it mean? And she went, a chance. We're like, okay, yeah, yeah that's good. Then um, did she this... say, speak plain English <laughs> no, and she didn't. plain Croatian? <laughs> no. Is there such a thing as plain Croatian? No. I Actually, and that I think is a whole topic of study. Right. Weirdly. Now you've reminded me because I did this project. But now that I'm here and my Croatian is, I am very literate, but I'm not a university, I wasn't university educated in Croatian and therefore my vocabulary has its limitations. Um, I really struggle to unpick some of the announcements, like things like, I read things like, oh, you know, can I have a kid's party? And unpicking what it means is actually very hard. It's not written for the audience, for a general audience. And then I read a study. I, I spoke to somebody who does Welsh language government stuff hmm. and uh, in Wales, obviously. And he was talking about the fact that a lot of, because there's a big drive to encourage the use of the Welsh language, hmm. but a lot of the published Welsh language is a very, of a very literary, higher-minded version or, or, you know, there is no concept of plain Welsh or plain Croatian. Hmm. And so for your your whilst the scenario is different the effect is the same which is that you have to be have a, a, a higher degree of literacy in order to comprehend the way it's written that right. is to say to understand which might be a word that is more plain but you know what i mean so it's like uh so there's this big drive on plain english and content design for english language content but uh but in uh but for other languages it's so i think they're you know, behind in behind. that regard. And so, you know, sometimes, yeah, anyway. So it's something I'm prefer I'm, I would actually be interested in doing a bit of a study on that. So if anyone wants to fund me, <laughs> let me know. 
<laughs> to our patrons. How are you, Michael? <laughs> Come, how am I? Yeah, become a patron of, of the and then a Patreon. Can study of the, language yeah. things. <laughs> and I can make, because make, also there's a strong correlation between the increase in acceptance of fake news and like anti-vaxxing information and things like that. And the fact that people, if you go to the public health website to read about vaccines, it is incomprehensible right. content for somebody who is a lay person. And so by not explaining yourself properly, you are actually pushing people further away, making them feel, by obfuscating, yeah, 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 yeah. you are making people feel Problem. stupid, like they're missing something, like they don't understand. So their reaction is, well, you know, I'm not going to have your vaccine then. So, you know, it's not it's not a trivial matter hmm. now that you mentioned that. It's a big, anyway. it's a big problem. It's, yeah. yeah so. um, anyway, yeah, how am I? Um, <laughs> I, I, I had a good night's sleep last night, but the night before last, I... Uh, I um I was I was just in the middle of this dream, and I was just dreaming, 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 and uh, I suddenly went, oh, this is just this is why am I wasting my time? This is just a dream. None of this is real. What what am I wasting my time with this? And I just woke myself up, and it was like five in the morning. I didn't really get back to sleep. I thought that wasn't my best. Dis well, I could have enjoyed the lucidity of being in the dream a bit better than that. <laughs> but we we are resorting to dream stories because. <laughs> Okay. No, nothing's happening in real life. No real anecdotes are happening. But yeah, I was like a bit annoyed with myself for just going, yeah, what am I doing? I like like a, being asleep is a waste of time on <laughs> like fictional events. I, oh, yeah, I'm not getting enough sleep. I've got a top tip, though, this week. Yeah. Um, magne I bought magnesium oil. Right. Which you put on your feet before you go to sleep. Yeah, Shaz has a magnesium spray. Unlike, and I that do that, and that seems to have an effect. And it also has this added bonus for me personally, of making my feet nice and soft. <laughs> Who doesn't like soft feet? Well, have exactly. You read that, I um, struggle with the Born, whole cracked heel thing. Have you read Born. that Born to Run book? Yes. Yeah, that was fun, yeah. wasn't it? Like, feet. Don't, don't coddle them. <laughs> they make Get them soft, make them strong. They've got natural arches. Don't ruin them with soft arches underneath the natural strong arches. Born to run. I'm trying to the take. The only thing I'll say it. about the cracked arches thing is yeah. that, that not the cracked arches, the cracked heel mm. can become awfully painful if left to run amok. Which right. Happens to me in the summer. Really? Yes. When you run bare feet. No, when I just live. Okay. <laughs> I had a weird heel thing last yesterday. Um, this is two old this people like... complaining about their aches and pains <laughs> podcast. Um, my other stories, you may, I don't know if you, you can probably see it on the stream, but like it's a bit laggy. Anyone that there was four for a second and now it's two. I should probably turn off the view account because it makes me anxious. Um, it's laggy and I just, I'm, I've done everything I can think of with this laptop and I think I'm going to have to do that thing of, I'm going to have to downgrade the OS. So I, like all of my, all of my discretionary budget for the month has gone into like an external two terabyte SSD so that I can just minimize the trauma of wiping my computer, wiping my laptop. Cause I just, it, it's never been the same since Big Sur and it's a 2018 MacBook Pro and there is no excuse and all this stuff just seems just worse now. So I'm just going to downgrade and have a computer that doesn't bust my balls. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the last thing is 10 years is tin. Is it? Oh, fuck. That was supposed to be a 10 years is tin.
That's me jam. Ivanka's <laughs> jam there on display. So is jam a lockdown thing? Or has no, jam always I, been part no, of your my life? my marmalade, lemon marmalade has been more to do with buying this house that has lemon trees than to do with yeah. lockdown. The, uh, so yes, no. So I, I already had jam skills. Mm. <laughs> so let's, let's go back to March 2020. Yeah. And just um, there was whispers of this uh, virus. There was people, some pessimistic people talking about it, but normal people weren't talking about it so much yet. <laughs> and then uh, what do you know? Oh, it's a pandemic. Oh, what does that mean? Ah, oh, it's fine. And then, oh, you got to stay. You got to change how you'll you spend your time. And then it's like, uh, what is this real? Is something actually having consequences in this world directly on my life? And um, yeah, I think we all braced ourselves for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few Not weeks. Expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing we know, we're a year in and the end still is not really particularly in no. focus yet. No. So, uh, yeah, like at what point do we just, um, yeah, it's been, has it been a journey or has it just been a static, endless loop? Uh, I think it's got, the thing is, I think in the beginning, certainly in my uh, part of the world, that I'm in being in Croatia. So one biggest effect on us was that whole not coming back to England, which it was not the plan to not to come back to England. Um, but here everybody was a very, very afraid and very obedient mm. in the initial sort of early March type time. And now everyone's so over it around here <laughs> that it's like, you know, it's well, um, quite a remarkable, we, uh, and we've had a massive hump here. So we've had like teeny tiny bump. Then I was like, oh, 20 mm. people got it today. Oh. And then like, then it was like, oh, well, that was nothing. And then there was a bit of a bigger bump at the end of the summer. And then there was a massive bump. Yeah. And then now, and then we got that under control. And now we're going back on a climb because they've just reopened all the restaurants and stuff. And people really just like, well, it's a load of nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> and I don't like, know. To start off with, we didn't know what it was yet, really, as well. No. So I think like now that now that because uh, you know you were like it was like wash your hands, wash it. They didn't really understand how the transmission worked. People weren't people didn't hadn't internalized how masks that like we didn't have masks for ages. And but I guess now it's sort of like an a, a sort of familiar enemy whether or not it kills hundreds of people a day is just less terrifying than an unfamiliar enemy as it was to start with. Yeah, um, yeah. So people just act, well, there's car accidents all the time. Ah, people die of COVID all the time. I don't care anymore. That's boring. Is Dr. Well, Seuss yeah. been cancelled? Let's talk about that. Like, um, it's that sort of, you get used to it. Well, I think it's exhausting. You can't maintain... Physically, physically, it's exhausting to maintain a level of fear and caution and apprehension. Yeah. And you could just, you know, you, this, you can't, it, it's a very hard way to live. 
And so, you know. On one hand, yeah, yeah. I mean, the emotional, you couldn't keep up the emotional thing. But really, all we're being asked to do is, well, not go on holiday, not go to the pub. And if you go to the supermarket, put a mask on. Um, Yeah, but you're you're being asked to not see people, not have a free and easy relationship with other humans to, Mm. you know, instead of patting somebody on the arm, you know, like, hi, how are you? Or, you know, giving them a hug. You're not. Those are the things that we're not supposed to do, and it's very unnatural. Well, it's for I some think. for some people more than others. I'm not someone okay. that goes around patting people and hugging them, but that's fine because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, true. I've got, I've got my but, different attitudes, my different yeah, way. That's very true. And honestly, like lockdown hasn't <laughs> materially affected my existence <laughs> in any particularly strong way, because I've always done like the remote working thing. I've always done the Zoom calls and the international and all that kind of thing um and my my biggest fear was that I wasn't going to be able to come to this studio anymore um because just because it was you know cost me money and all my good stuff's here and but when that seemed fine it's sort of like it's now it's just turned from I should stop working I should try and take a, now now when I finally get to that point where I really should take a holiday soon I'm like ugh, even if I do get this sorted out, I can't. I'm not allowed. So, um, yeah, that that's the biggest downer of all this. Um, yeah. In long term, luckily, none. No one. I. No one. I don't know anyone that's died. I don't know any any. Um, I barely know anyone that's had it. Um. Well, yeah, we had Nick. Uh, we had a bit of a. I don't know. More two or three weeks ago, we had a full on sort of scare of one of Nick's friends she had got it for the second time so she oh, had really? it very very early and then she got it for the second time the second time she was in hospital and she sort of wrote it up as a like just to you know just to let you all know it's not nothing mm. um so that freaked freaked Nick out more than me because I don't really know her but it was very close and it's somebody about our age yeah. and somebody who's from Brighton and who lives like you know what I mean like it is people like us who got it because that's the other thing. A lot of these things that happen happen to other people, not yeah. to not yeah. to people like you, not like people like me. Uh, and so um, I think there's that distancing. I think we've been really, you, I mean, uh, both of us. We can't undervalue or underestimate how lucky we've been in terms of still being able to earn a living, yeah. still being able to work, still being knowing how to use a computer. It's not alien yeah. to us, especially after that year. You know, we've been working remotely or working with people remotely for s- such a long time. Yeah. It's more been like tiring, waiting for p- other people to get, get used their heads to it. it. Yeah, it's like, but we can still have a laugh just because it's a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Doesn't mean we have to like be all serious all the time. We can make jokes about yeah, roofs. Please, please, can we make silly jokes sometimes? <laughs> I heard the uh, Guilty Feminist um, Science Museum podcast episode um, like earlier this week and they, they they had four people on a Zoom call and it was a disaster. Well, it was fine, but it was also a nightmare. <laughs> like It was really like screwed up everyone's timing and someone would try and jump in. They had Joe Brand on, so I was like, I'm here for this. Um but um, I was going to say something about something. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's, yeah, what's the other, I think the thing that's a bit more concerning perhaps in the, 
what is where we've descended to now we're doing all political argument you, you know at the beginning there was quite enough of a noise there was like trump was an exception in going like we're going to get our own vaccine and we're going to do this our mm. way uh, but generally the world was collaborating scientists were collaborating now we've descended into some sort of bun fight over whose vaccine's better and who's got more and who's giving them to who and you know the eu everyone's behaving badly we've got vaccine nationalism which is a phrase that did not exist a year mm. ago and it's never been you don't you know there's all this there's also some of this like just bad behavior i think yeah. that i'm not really not really keen on to no. be honest it's weird <laughs> it's like this whole thing of um you know we, uh, is is it the fact that the uk is doing is is sort of so ahead of the curve in terms of vaccinations uh, it worries me that in a way it's sort of like um um dominic cummings was sort of saying that wasn't he <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, you know we'd have this more, and I just I, I don't really want him to be vindicated. And sort of whilst on the one hand I saw like oh over forties are next. I'm over forty. I might get a vaccine soon. But then I saw that it's delayed and blah blah blah. And the EU is like doing things, and I'm like I sort of it's almost better if we don't get to keep. Um, well. I think let, let's remember as well that in the UK, we are blessed with a national health service mm. whose job is only to serve our health. <laughs> Do, you know, like, and it's them, yeah. the vaccination programs are not being organised on a national level. They are organised at a trust level, at a local level. Right. And it's like, you know, let's not... Uh, I, of course, there is buying politics involved with acquiring vaccines, mm. but the actual distribution of them, you know, uh, there was, I was in meetings with local council and local trust people in November last year going, right, we're going to have to start doing this, what we're doing. Like they, you know what I mean? You know, there was a lot of people cracked on. And yeah. I don't think it's a, a, a thing that can, though, you know, thank God they didn't mess it up. But, you know, even a, what's that phrase? Even a stopped clock is right, right yeah, twice right a day. Twice a day. <laughs> it's, like, uh... it's obviously very not right about lots of things. Yeah. Let's do a little. So um uh yeah it's it's it, it should never have become a political issue the wearing of masks mm. the thinking about other people it did because that's the world that's the toxic world we live in I saw a sign on it we, we walked over this um we saw this sign sort of stuck to a a, a telephone pole to, not to, I don't know what it like a a light pole on a on a bridge yesterday and it said the vax COVID people being brainwashed into taking a vaccine for a disease that you have to take a test to even know you have and um like all this anti-vax but like at least it had been like torn off and scratched off where it said the stuff so but it's it's i'm i'm sad that someone has um felt this strongly enough to go and print stickers of it and stick them out. it's not just like facebook-based misinformation that you're dealing with it's it was coming into the bleeding into the real world as well 
Yeah, I mean, I think that I, mean, I was talking to um, an auntie type person the other day and we were talking about something. She goes, oh, so-and-so's gone a bit mad and she's gone all anti-vaxxy, speaking about an, a woman in her 70s, mm. sort of that's the kind of age group we're talking about. And um, and I was like, look, I, I it, it doesn't cross my mind to question it, which is a bit of a weird thing as well. It's like... Oh, sorry, I'll explain myself. I'm yeah. not questioning the vaccine in any way, but that and and part in part of that is because I don't know anything about vaccines. I am not an expert in these things, and that if the experts have all concluded that this is the thing, then yeah, I'm cool with it. But that isn't to say that when you go to a doctor or somebody that or, or that you you know that isn't to say that you shouldn't question authority. Mm. I fully believe that you should question authority and you should be allowed to and in fact you should be encouraged to yeah. and you shouldn't have that beaten out of you but I suppose with that comes a sort of a risk of people questioning it without the I don't know can you say without the right well, questions well without the... you can you can and the way I'd put that is um like if you're gonna like you don't get to like ad hoc decide what you're going to trust and what you're not going to. Tr well, in terms of a vaccine, you can't go, well, this, oh, this vaccine has. You've got to, what you're doing by questioning the vaccine, you've got to question the institutions that like yeah. do those trials. And so if you're worried about the vaccine not being tested enough, you don't go, oh, well, I'm just going to not take it. You have to, that has to be taken to the institutions. And like, if they fail, if the scientific method used to validate those vaccines is at fault, then that's, you've got to fix the institution. You've got to fix those trial processes. You don't just get to go, oh, well, I'm just going to cherry pick what I, you don't just get to form, make up your own opinion and think that that is on a par with the legacy that those institu institutions represent that the sort of like the practices and the science and all of the all of the stuff that goes into trying to make sure that we don't poison the population and learning from mistakes in the past like the thalidomide mistakes and like the, the way those have got folded into these institutions and practices and if if you really you know you you have to that's what you have to address you can't just go oh well, this trial's not been yeah. out for very long so i'm just going to give it a bit that's yeah, like yeah, you don't yeah, realise yeah. how ignorant you're being when you say that kind of thing, um, how ignorant people are being. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's a very, um, but it's sort of, I think the whole, I, and I think this is going back to my earlier point about institutions not communicating properly. Mm. You don't get to not explain yourself. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. otherwise you're an authoritarian society. Yeah. You are not my mum or dad who, to some extent, at some part of my life, have the right to say, no argument, mm -hmm. go and clean your bedroom or whatever your chore might be. Yeah. But, you know, you do, and you as the person with the knowledge do have a duty to explain yourself to your audience. And that yeah. does not mean publish a PDF on your website because downloaded does not mean read or understood. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, a, a, but I, and I think um, there is certainly, a, 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 that is one element of it. And then, but at the other, uh, the, on the other, the fault of the acquire, unless you're going to engage properly and actually seek to understand and to question, like you say, mm, like, yeah. okay, so who's telling me this? Why are they telling me this? Who are they? How dare they? Blah, blah, go deep. 
then actually you're not doing it at all. And frankly, yeah. if you don't vote, you don't get to do any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you could just, just go. Just a little. You, 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 it's, it's devast- astoundingly ignorant to think that your like, opinion based on what you can see is in any way comparable to the opinion of the... the of, of the sort of medical authorities that are kind of, um, you know, certifying these viruses. Um, But, yeah, when we talk about you've got to communicate, basically, if the misinformation has better marketing than the information, what do you expect? And then if you complain about the government spending money on PR for the vaccine, sorry, but that's the world we're in. Like, it has to be done because people will just see polished misinformation against incomprehensible real information Information. yeah yeah and i I think and that job that is a job of work it's not a it's not the end it is critical and because it underpins as well all that sort of i mean i've done other research on medical things and like especially in the nhs looking at uh, given this whole covid situation there's been a lot of opportunity for the medical profession to test out remote stuff that they've Mm. never been allowed to do previously because it's well not allowed to they've never got to so it's accelerated a load of things that make use of modern technologies and stuff like that but fundamentally if you can't convince a a patient that this is not the the rubbish covid version of your service but rather the more efficient faster whatever it might be but still medically valid version of the service then people get freaked out if they can't if they don't trust it, it but it, i it's not up to them i don't think it's up to the sort of like the person who's to be convinced to look for reasons to trust mm. it's up to the person who wants to be trusted to yeah. demonstrate that their trustworthiness yeah. and and so it's like uh, uh but i mean equally though i find you know that, that there's people maybe it's not an equally it's just reminded me as well of thinking about living in a very small place yeah. and people go well i haven't seen you about it's like well that's what happens in a little village they're like you you live here i haven't seen you it's like well you 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 know so i haven't seen you either (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean that sort of like in my sphere of knowledge i i've not encountered this therefore it's wrong yeah well you know difference change let me stick a let me stick a break So if we weren't where we are, technologically speaking, it would have been a very different experience, wouldn't it? This whole, like, it's very much enabled by where we are. Like, video chatting works, like, stuff can be done remotely. Like, loads of this stuff that... And it's it's great that it's... uh, uh, There's all this stuff that we hope that we'll take out of it. Also, people just finally being forced to get round to figuring out those technological things. But also, like, seeing that you don't have to commute at rush hour every day. You don't have to go through Victoria Station every day to be, like, all these, like, all you, 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 like, working from home was some sort of privilege afforded to people that was shown to, like, most people are just fine working from home and productivity's gone up and this and that and the other, like, all these quality of life things that, have been that the employers hands have been forced and that we and then obviously with all the flights and the travel and, and all that stuff that has had to be cut right back and we're 
90 you know mostly just fine all those business trips oh, i've got to fly over there for one meeting and then fly back you just hope that we'll carry as much of that forward as possible yeah 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 i mean uh, that's my that's a bit that's the thing i'm beginning to fit and i was a bit like this was you know stop and make us think and understand that we do have to like we're not all protected from the from the disease until we're all protected from the disease mm -hmm. like it's it's very much you know it could be used as a as a thing to bring us together or it could use it it can be used as a thing to like make us more insular and narrow-minded and more locked into our own communities and sort of like well mm. that sort of vaccine nationalism behavior and well we've got no we're not going to your country because you've got more people with the virus than we have or we're better than you know it's sort of brought out some of this the ugliness but some of these progress some of the progress in remote medicine that we that's for example that has been never mind our you know being able to work with somebody in america yeah. or facetime with granny some of the progress that has been possible because of because of the forcing function mm. will make healthcare provision better for people in remote areas mm away from the virus yeah so can you like I, I have not really come across this come across this remote medicine term so much and but what i do know is like this thing where it was like in the like a oh, register for a digital gp and be able to i don't know like do that the fact that it that replaced your physical gp in in their minds and that made me just not want to do it because i'm like well okay 99 percent of the time i how, I don't want to just go. Okay, I can only have digital treatment. So, but yeah, you know. I d way well, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't know about the digital only treatment. But for example, uh, when you're doing, um, if you rock up to A and E, yeah. Um, I don't know. Particularly I A and E. Uh, it, it is much more efficient and quicker to get you where you need to go if you had a, have a quick video call. Mm. with a ophthalmologist registrar before you turn up right. who can go that's okay i'm going to send you and it's all a question of whether you've got enough data they're not a replacement necessarily mm. it but it increases the number of decisions per <laughs> per hour that can mm. be made it's like get somebody really expert and then get a video because our phones actually have there are and there are there are more studies now where uh, there are certain medical conditions that you as the person with it are actually a very big expert in whether right. or you're you're going to have an episode or whatever it right. might be and as long as you when you if you report that in and go um yeah this has happened oh and here's my uh blood pressure that i've measured at home and here's my something else yeah. i've measured at home you have so it's not for everybody it's not like a universal nobody gets to see a doctor yeah but yeah. it's just applying appropriate things and accelerating and they, and it's not just patients it's also doctors hmm. who need to feel more satisfied that this is a this is still a good service yeah so so it augments it can even so the fact that that can augment like a and e even is is really interesting but and yeah. obviously this story i had was pre-covid as well and it was just it seemed like a sort of one of those crude government ways of like, oh, trying yeah. to there institute is some, there is definitely some sort of like crude um, money saving drivers don't you know like but, but on, yeah i sorry. guess how much how much of medicine is 
poking someone and going, does this hurt? And how much of it is you take a blood pressure medicine? You ask them the right yeah. questions and then they give you the answers and then you're like, okay, it's probably this. Probably like 99% of it, you don't need to be in person at all. And then if you can take out that overhead of waiting, I don't know, whatever, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like for some people having to go to an appointment, it's like this woman that, that I had a run in yesterday. I phoned up to get to register with a with a uh, like a public health dentist mm. and she went oh she basically claimed that I couldn't she was properly not a pleasant person but anyway she said well you can stroll over and it'll be much easier to explain it all in person she said mm. that makes many assumptions about my availability <laughs> my ability to get that do you know what I mean like uh, yeah. Yeah. so but if I can have some sort of um, oh, I've, I've taken my blood pressure, I've done this, I've done that, and now I don't have to travel to the hospital. I don't have to pay for parking. I don't have to find someone to look after my kid. I don't have to do all these other yeah. things. So like I said, it's not everything for everybody, but it increases the sort of access and releases time for people who do really need to be seen in person and who really yeah. do want to be seen in person, I think. so. And I guess that you'd sort of like, uh, historically, you'd expect a certain amount of condescension from a doctor if you said, I've taken my blood pressure. And I've weighed myself. Yeah, yeah, They'd be like, "Yeah, sure, you have. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just like it, it takes that like a little bit of an attitude <laughs> yeah. change. But and again, that's something that you sort of have to be forced by disaster. I'd like this a disaster capital capitalism episode. <laughs> it wasn't something I thought about at all. But it's it's so um, it's so relevant to so much at the moment. Like you've got to wait for something terrible to happen, and then things start to you know, lots of things change for the worse. But loads of things start to get like looked at properly. Because if you've got to change anyway, then you might as well like fix some of the stuff that's broken, like me reinstalling my computer. Uh, yeah. Let me put a thing. Let me put one last thing. my world at the moment um like so i pay for two of the spaces but because there's a third guy and there's we're trying to rent out the fourth place but as the lockdown has happened i've just kind of like expanded to fill the entire space so you know it's, it's all right for some in it all right yeah um, um the um there's the um there's this psychological thing where um the less eventful your time is the longer it seems to take but in hindsight, the, the the less time it seems to have taken because we build memories based on all the different events. So we just don't really, it seems short. So in a way, this year feels it's gone in a flash. Um, but it has felt like a real freaking grind at the same time. I don't know. I feel like it's been very long. Mm. Well, maybe it needs I a do. little bit more of a delay before it starts to uh, <laughs> starts to feel like I've forgot. I think maybe it needs to change again before it can we can get rid of it. Like once we're back to normal, I, I, there are things I hope we will remember about it, but there are things I will be glad to forget. Yeah, I think the um, I'm glad. I'm very very glad that we can do FaceTime with Granny. <laughs> that's mm. my main. You know, it's that's made a big for for a small child to not see their grandparent for a very long time is yeah. uh, is a big deal. You know, like 
but I think that um, there are. It's just I do feel a bit like this week. I feel a bit like I'm having a week where it sort of felt like a bit of a slog. Yeah, and me, I need no, a bit. Of, I was like, can I have a week yeah. off, please? Yeah. <laughs> can we have a week off the pandemic, please? Yeah. Um, and it's hard to maintain it, and it's hard to be the sensible adult. Like we didn't have a birthday party for our child, and the same yeah. week somebody else invited her to a birthday party for their child, and we didn't let her go. And it's like, and for a little kid, their birthday party is a really important ritual. And when you think and how it, long time feels when you're a child, it's like twenty yeah, percent like, of your life. It's like, oh God. And, and she's like, why can't I? Why can't I go? Uh, because I see these children at nursery anyway, and I was like, "Well, if I if we go, then we all go, and all their parents will be there. We'll all be there in the same space, and you know." I but we basically had to say, "Look, we don't know, and it doesn't <laughs> feel logical, but we're just trying to make the best decisions that we can." So, and then, but you're trying, you know, the, it's all very well to say you can be open and honest with your with your small child, but it's like, I want a party. Yeah, Which is I know. Yeah, enough. I think we've all. <laughs> had enough of it like so i feel like just i work and work and I, I, nothing's any different by, by the end of the week and um i uh like and then i'm sort of, like especially with like having to buy a freaking piece of kit that i wasn't planning on buying just to be able to get back to the baseline of just like yesterday i was just like i can't i just had enough i just don't want to do this why am i doing any of this kind of feeling so definitely a bit of dip and i can i can i can feel it like when there's that little that little sinking that little the sink of depression that kind of goes ooh, and you're like ah oh, god and i'm glad i can like spot it straight away and don't just end up with that being my feeling the entire time but definitely at the moment like it's happening like oh, yeah yeah just, yeah i think at least the sun's a- coming out again like i think the winter was made it at least it was yeah. sunny during that initial lockdown. And you were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's we went hard. into summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I agree. It's I, I hard think... to be. It's hard to be. I've actually got data. I think I'm happier when the sun's out. It's, it's, I've proven it. <laughs> You've proven it to yourself. I think, what, I think if there's one thing extra that I would like to say mm. on the subject of this whole pandemic and being locked down yeah. is the thing that I don't... I've still really struggle with is people who behave badly towards each other, like in a work environment or something. Just think life is really, by most measures, really quite shit for many of us. You know, even if it's not every day and all the time, but it's hard in ways it's never been before. It's in a whole new ways. And pretty much in every given day, you cannot be sure that everyone around you isn't having a very low day. Yeah. Why, in those circumstances, do you think it's okay to be rude, to be aggressive, to be offensive? That That is the bit that I cannot, I, I can't accept <laughs> I'm finding it extra deep. So I am being more, I will, I think in the work environment, I'm a bit more calling people out. Yeah. Just be kind. You know, that's the, that's the, that's my little like. That's the bit that I'm finding most difficult. It's like it's everyone's having a shit time. Be, yeah. be nice. So infuriating <laughs> that people can't just think that their pain is more important than yours and that they're just going to take it out on you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily I haven't had to deal with any of that myself. No, um, I've had some to... corkers. Yeah. I have. Oh. 
But yes, it's Friday, uh, which is nice. And uh, I'm going to have a little, we're going to have a party in the garden. Excellent. Me me and Nick. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we're going to have... well, that sounds light, good. Light a fire. We've, we've booked uh, we've booked two days off. Um, I finally got Sharon to commit to two days, and I was I don't know what we're going to do. We'll buy some gardens. We'll do our front garden. We'll get some mini fences, and like organize the front garden or something. Well, we've just got to like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, We can't travel, yeah. but like we've got to do something. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we're just going to try and do that to take, and hopefully, like. Each Friday comes around, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Friday again. I feel like nothing's happened. Um, I feel like I've worked really hard and nothing's changed. And it's the end of the week again. And you just hope that how many more of these are we going to have to do? Hopefully not too many before we can, uh, like, go to um, Milan. Which will be very nice. Delightful. Anyway, let's. uh, let's, uh, I'm going to press the button for outro. Right, thank you for listening. And if you like the podcast, you can go to grandpodcast.com and find out more. You can support us on Patreon if you want to join our Slack, if you want to get access to the video episode episodes. And this is live on Twitch at either Grand Podcast or I, that just uh, hosts at Michael Forrest on Twitch. Where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Well, there we go. I liked that uh, at Badil retweeted, uh, liked your tweet about um, the book on Twitter. I I did. I I think he. uh... You probably thought you were an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but it was good. It was definitely a good read. Mm. I'm glad I downloaded it and uh, and actually, and it was easy to read. Well, easy in terms of physical effort <laughs> but mental effort was a bit like oh gosh um, yes uh, but a very interesting book I'll link to it again um, we've got one comment in the chat for the whole oh, yeah. episode today from Lizard Picks saying I just listened to a basically virtual bar fight and I don't know how that relates to anything we said or is in lieu of what so I just ignored it so thanks for that Lizard Picks and um, uh, I think that's it fight yeah, I don't know what he's on about. He or she is on about all day. Um, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's call it call it a day. Um, do you want to? And yeah, okay, right. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.